Hey guys, congratulations on making it 15 days narc free. This is a huge accomplishment. Um, we are approaching that two week mark. Um, and this is when you start to get your momentum. This is where, you know, you're feeling stronger. You're feeling better about yourself. But, you know, this is when you have time to sit in your thoughts. This is when embarrassment can kind of kick in. And trust me, I know. <laughs> I know all about embarrassment and I know about when you leave a situation and you start to tell your truth about what you were going through in your relationship and you, you finally start to open up to friends and family. There's a, there's there's some definite embarrassment. I know I there's some stories that I still have not told because of embarrassment, but just know it's normal. It's okay. Um no one's perfect, right? We we know that. And you just come out of this situation that you know was either super toxic, super draining. You now have PTSD or possibly have PTSD. So take it easy on yourself. I know that's so cliche to say, take it easy on yourself. Like, how do you take it easy on yourself when your mind is racing so fast because you've gone through this trauma you don't know how to verbalize it. Honestly, I didn't know how to verbalize what had happened to me. Um, and it came out as anger. And now as I've progressed and I've been out of this relationship for so long, it's an understanding of how I got there, what I could have done to get out of the situation. But there's still some embarrassment there. You know, <laughs> there's still times where I think back to a situation and I kind of cringe. Like, why didn't I leave then? You know, like this, 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 when he did this or they did this, um, this was my exit strategy. This is where I could have said, you know, I'm not taking this, but I didn't. I stayed and I thought things would get better. And I'm pretty sure that's what you guys have felt as well, where you're giving your all to someone and they may be giving you bread crumbs, right? Like we all know about bread crumbing. They're going to give you a little bit. They're going to change just a little bit um, just to will you in enough. And then you realize that they haven't changed. So when you're out of this toxic situation, you're looking back at all these times and you're just like, I, I feel like, you know, an idiot that I literally... I saw these signs were there, the red flags were there, you know, <laughs> we always talk about red flags and it's like, I felt like I had the biggest red flag waving in high winds and I still chose to stay. There was infidelity, there was lies, there was manipulation, um, there was withholding, uh, there was just so much there and in the back of my mind, I knew it was wrong, but the frontal lobe, the frontal frontal lobe was telling me what society was telling me that, you know, I'm getting older. My jaws in my twenties, getting older has to start to settle down and I need to accept this person for their flaws because no one is perfect. But of course no one is perfect, but I think we know we have that intuition when we know that this flaw in this person is not healthy. Um, I think we have to Stop being so hard on ourselves. Really, honestly, take that in and stop being hard on ourselves. Um, we have to stop caring what people think. And I know that's a hard one because 
we've put up this facade for so long about our relationship, right? So we want to keep it going. We want to keep, you know, I'm okay. This is okay. And I'm happy. We want to keep that going. We don't want to be the victim. Well, I should say I didn't want to be the victim. I never wanted to be the girl who was in an abusive relationship. I never wanted to be the girl who was looked at as having low self-esteem. I already suffer from low self-esteem. I already have flaws that I pick apart for myself. So I didn't want that being opened up to the world, honestly. And if I was truthful with myself earlier, maybe I would have left. Maybe not. But I'm glad that I found out now. I'm glad that it took that situation in order for me to get to where I'm at now. Because I honestly think if I wouldn't have gone through a narcissistic relationship, I would have continued to attract the same type of men in my life. And I would have continued to accept subpar behavior because I wanted to be accepted. And now that I've grown and I'm healing, I can see that. And that's why I'm thankful to my narcissist for that thing. (laughs) You know, everything else, I'm just like, no, no, thank you. But for that, I'm so thankful because there's some people who can go their whole lives who never learn to love themselves, who um, always have to be accepted. And we can think of celebrities that are in the exact same thing where they're always with someone. And there's like, there's no way you've healed. There's no way you're okay. But if you think about it, they don't want the embarrassment of saying, I'm not worthy to be loved. So they go get another person. And that's not what we should be doing, right? We should be taking the time to really heal. And I think when we hear that word heal, we're just like, oh, a few weeks. Or if we have the wrong group, they'll say, oh, a few weeks. But honestly, it can take years. You have to think about how long you've been in this situation. And it's going to take just as long or longer to get out of that situation. And it's okay. Someone may come into your life during that time. But if they're the right person for you, they're going to see that you're still healing. They're not going to force themselves upon you they're going to be able to help you grow as well but i i do caution rushing into anything um i say the first year and i know for some people they hear a year and they're just like wait that's way too long but for me a year was enough time for me to say do i want to get back out there it was enough for me to say what do i want And really, really think about it. I have to write it down, what I want in a person, what I want in a partner. Do I want to be married again? And the answer, honestly, in the beginning was no, I don't want to get married again. Um, And I wanted someone, but I wanted someone for the wrong reasons. I wanted someone to prove to my NART that it wasn't me, that I was lovable, that I was a giver, that I was deserving of love, not because I wanted to build legacy, I because I can't uplift. I wanted a relationship for the wrong thing. And guess what? I was attracting people <laughs> that basically didn't see my value. And so when I decided that being alone was okay, the type of men that I started to attract did change. Now, listen, the dating pool is rough, not gonna lie. So am I still attracting some less thins? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, But there's little sparks here and there. And I take this as a learning lesson, you know? I'm taking it as I'm stronger now because I'm not just accepting what comes to me. I'm getting to know people. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. 
but that's all a part of the learning game and I'm here for it so you know that's what I'm gonna do um don't be embarrassed so something that I wrote down was not being embarrassed about the person that you were with and the embarrassment that you may have so for me and my myself um I I talk about how I wasn't fully physically attracted to my partner um at all (laughs) and I mean this in the nicest way he's not like he's probably someone else's cup of tea but he wasn't mine I'll just put it that way um and I got into that relationship to make someone else jealous that I was very attracted to but that person honestly really didn't love me or treat me right so I was I was trying to leverage (laughs) a new person who was treating me right in the beginning you know I was getting the flowers, I was getting the cards, I was getting the messages, I was getting the, did you make it home, home at night, and you know, I wasn't getting that from the person that I wanted to get it from. So I said, okay, he's lacking in X, Y, and Z, but he makes up for it in here. Stop being shallow, go with this person and settle. And in my head, I said, there's no way he can cheat, right? You know, logic says, no, (laughs) he cannot cheat, but... I don't even know if that's real logic because obviously he could cheat and he did cheat multiple times. He proved me wrong. So good for you, sir. You proved me wrong. Um, But in my head, I I just knew that was the safe bet. And I was like, yes, this is the safe bet. Oh, man, sir, you proved me wrong. Thank you very much. Um, But that's something that we as people, you know, we have to stop settling because we want something if and it's not for if it's not for us then it's not for us you know um and then it's the same on the opposite way if someone's super attractive but they're in bleep 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 we can't settle for that that's still settling that's settling for a look but their soul is not right and that's how we or some of us may have gotten in a toxic relationship because not everyone had the same story as me right some people had someone who was super attractive way out of their league so they say and i put that in air quotes because i hate that i hate when people say out of my league you know it's like there is no league it's just my type (laughs) um or what I've been attracting but you may have gotten someone super attractive and that someone you never thought you would be able to be with and they want you so what that automatically boosts your self-esteem right and then they start to treat you like trash they make you feel bad about yourself your self-esteem gets even lower that's that you're in a downward spiral even more now because this person who was super attractive is treating you ugly you're not ugly, but they're treating you that way. And so after constantly beating on it, what, what's going to happen? It's going to break. You know, if you constantly beat on something, it's either going to dent, it's going to scratch, it's going to scar, or it's going to break. And if you break, they win. So we can stop that in the beginning, one, by not settling. <laughs> and then two, no longer feeling that embarrassment. If you made that mistake, misstep and you dated someone who you weren't physically attracted to you own up to it and you say you know what that person wasn't my person and I knew where I I knew where I went wrong with dating them doesn't have to always be negative but this will come with time I know right now we're only on day 15 you still like bleep 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 this person I was there too (laughs) okay but this is what it sounds like once you've healed you can I have a smile on my face right now because I've healed There's nothing that person can do to get me to come back to them, ever. And that is the greatest accomplishment. And I want that so much for you guys. 
I honestly do. And I know eventually you guys will get there. You just have to keep doing the work. Um, another thing <laughs> that I was dealing with early on was embarrassment of people knowing what I dealt with. Because if I told you that I had to sleep with a knife under my pillow, that my keys were taken from me, um, that the person would drive fast in the car knowing that I was afraid of that because someone I knew had died in a car accident, um, snatching my phones, taking my phones, getting in my face, tossing things at me, uh, spitting on my car, spitting next to me, tossing things next to me. Um, and then I say, yeah, but I'm staying with them. Constantly being called out my name. Um, I think there was one time where he insinuated that my father had molested me and that I enjoyed it. Um, they're begging or wishing that I would die in a car crash, um, on my flight back home from seeing him. <sighs> so many things, right? Uh, <laughs> that was kind of therapeutic there, but so many things that I felt like if they ever got out, I just, I would break. And then <laughs> I'm at the point now where I'm just like, I don't care who knows. I don't care who knows what he thought about me or what he did to me because I want to get my story out there and I want to be able to help people. I want to be able to change things. And for you, it's going to take time. I know I say that all the time. It's going to take time before you can get there. But when you get there, there's nothing that that person can no longer hurt you. They can no longer embarrass you. You're so high above them. And right now that pain is so unbearable. Trust me. I know there were so many nights of crying in the dark and pretending that I had it together when I had just left because that's all I could do. I, I didn't understand how I let myself get to where I had gotten. And all I could do was cry because my life was upside down and I felt like that person had control and they controlled the narrative. They controlled the narrative of what people thought about me. They controlled the narrative of who I was as a person. And I knew that wasn't me. And I didn't know who to trust. So it made it even worse because when you're in these relationships, you come out, you don't know who is an ally and who's a foe. And it's so scary. So trust me, I have been there. I get it. I know. Um <laughs> You have an embarrassment, honestly, probably, I know for myself, I did, of being taken advantage of. I was someone who prided myself on my credit, having the savings, um, being prepared. I'm prepared. I'm always prepared. <laughs> Let me tell you, I can plan, 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 and over plan. And I'm going to know the plan to the plan, okay? And then I got with someone who was very in the moment, spontaneous, didn't have a savings, and would just go, go, go. Now, insulin, you would think both can be Now, I didn't think that way. I said, I can get him to where I need him to be, right? Is that not what we do, ladies? We say, I can get you there. I can make you a planner. I can make you into a financially responsible person. Thinking I'm helping, right? But this person just wanted to take advantage. So we move. There's no money for the furniture. Guess who covers it? Oh, no, I got you, babe. I'm going to cover that. You know why? Because I'm going to hold you down. We're getting married. 
I got this. I want to show you that I can support you and I can be there for you. Plus, I can show you how I did it. I can show you how I saved this money. Oh, you've never had a great birthday? All your birthdays have sucked? Let me spend some more money and show you that you can be loved and that I got you. I'm going to hold you down. Oh, you you want an Apple Watch? Let me get you this Apple Watch because you know what? You deserve it. Why you deserve it? Because you sent me three flowers that were worth $50. So in my head, I want to do my fair share. But then what happens later on? I see a message between you and your friend saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to get her to buy it for me. So you've been planning this for a while. You've been plotting on it. There's such an embarrassment there to know that you've been getting played the whole time. It hurts. Trust me. It hurts. It hurts. But guess what? <laughs> guess what? Time, right? That good old time word heals. It's not worth going back. It's not worth me lashing out on social media with this person. It's not worth me, you know, being the angry the angry woman, you know? And I have to get my story out. I'd rather help people heal through it than lash out and say my side of the story. In the beginning, oh yeah, I want to tell everybody. I want to tell everybody. I said, listen, this will happen. This will really happen. And I'm such a private person. And I think, honestly, some of these people are these toxic people. They know how to get certain people. They know how to get someone who is honestly to themselves or more quiet, more reserved, because they know she's not going to lash out too much, you, you know? But if you push a person far enough, right? <laughs> they got a whole show called Snap. And that's how it happens. Um, I'm not condoning that at all. So <laughs> please listen to your videos, watch your videos, journal. Do not, do not do anything crazy. But I can see how you would want to get there right now. You're still full of anger. You're, you're confused. But the embarrassment is what gets people so much of the time. Um, I felt judged by people who thought I was weak for staying um family members who still to this day talk about this situation and say I thought you were stronger than that how did you stay or why did you stay and that question is always so hard to answer because it's not like I literally wake up and he says f-u-b and keep keep making me food and I'm gonna stay here and do nothing all day you know it's like you live in a fairy tale it's like a soap opera that's what it's like it's like a soap opera so on a soap opera there's drama there's happiness, there's sadness, there's all these things that constantly happen. And if you've ever seen a soap opera, you know you can die and get resurrected like 50, 11 times. Like, you never die on a soap opera. So it's like, I felt like I would end the relationship with this person multiple times, right? Multiple times, literally moved to a different state. And he would resurrect himself. He would do what he needed to do to get back into my life. So stepping back, looking at it, yeah, that's, that's super embarrassing. I'm like, dang, I gave you chance after chance after woman after woman came out and said, listen, he reaching out to me. And in my head, I'm just like, okay, well, I'll sleep with you a little bit more and, and that'll make you happy. But it didn't. So it's like everything that I was trying, I was feeling rejected. So then you have one side saying, I thought you were better than this. How would you let this happen? And then it's hard to explain to someone. It doesn't just happen overnight, honestly. It's a buildup of years. It's a buildup of moments. It's a buildup of words that hurt, that start to cut until it breaks, right? It's the pounding. It's the pounding that gets you. And it's not a quick breakdown. It's not like 
I don't even know if this is appropriate to say, but it's not like, you know, we're pimps and hoes and he's like, he got you out here tricking and you're just like, yeah, this is what I do now. It's like, it's not that way. It's not just a quick, you know, this is what you're going to do. It's a subtle and then they're nice. And then it's subtle. It could be, it could be something as simple as stating, oh, I like your hair this way. When you have it this way, you look bigger or your, your ears poke out more knowing that that might be your trigger you're insecure about your ears but he gave you a compliment right so he told you how he liked your hair and then and mind you that that hairstyle might be hard to maintain for me i did not like to wear my hair straight still don't um but i knew that he thought i was more attractive with my hair straight and of course you want to please your men or your women and you want to look your best but you also want to be authentic to yourself right so we can't just be out here doing all these processes for someone who loves us in this different state which means they don't honestly truly love you for you but that's for another podcast day so when we're thinking about the embarrassment of staying and what people think about our mental strength tell them this tell them i was strong enough to walk away multiple times and i'm strong enough to stay away this time period <laughs> hit them with the period because it doesn't matter how many times you leave. That's your body telling you, I'm strong enough to at least attempt. Now, it takes some time to physically stay gone. I've attempted I've attempted multiple times to stay or leave and stay away. But I came back. They, they wormed their way in. And I didn't have this type of information, honestly, when I was going through it. I learned all of this stuff after I left my relationship. If I knew what a narcissist was, I wouldn't have stayed with that person. If I knew, you know, the signs of toxicity, I probably would have been able to leave quicker. If I loved myself, truly loved myself, I would have stayed gone. But these are all things that I'm learning now and these are things that I'm sharing with you all because I want us all to grow from these situations. We're not embarrassments to ourselves for getting involved in these situations. It's how we come out of them. You're so much stronger than any other person who can come out of a toxic relationship than staying in one or who has never dealt with one. So for all of those people out there that have these perfect relationships and have never had to deal with, you know, verbal, physical, mental abuse, you're not as strong as me. I've gone through the ringer and I've come out on the other side. And I'm, my mind is so clear now that I can see what's healthy versus not healthy. I can set a boundary for myself. And that's what I want for you guys. So until the next episode, I'm going to constantly keep praying for you guys. Remember, please, please, please stay no contact. I know you have that urge to snoop on their social medias. Trust me, I know. Do not do it. It is not worth it. Um, I will be coming out with a journal, um, so I'll link some of that information soon. Um, I also am going to be a little bit more present on my YouTube channel, which is just going to be 90 Day Detox um, Narcissism. So you can follow me there as well. I'll have video episodes uploaded on there. If not, you can always still constantly follow me on all your podcast streaming areas, Apple, Stitcher, the whole works. Until next time, guys, stay strong, stay beautiful. I'll see you guys next time.